0: Hello and welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined today by Miles Danhausen and John Jarsh of Destination Door County, formerly the Door County Visitor Bureau. How are you doing, John? I'm doing great. Good to see you, Andrew. Good. So the Bureau has a new name and a new direction moving forward, uh, and... You wanted to come in and kind of tell us about where we're at now and what we're looking forward to in the future. We're also going to bring on Garth Kramer of Bolter and Lincoln, who uh, was kind of instrumental in helping you guys come up with both your new logo, but also kind of your messaging for this year as well, correct?
1: Yes, that is correct. They're the agency that we've worked with now for a number of years, and uh, we're excited to work with him on this particular project.
0: Great. Well, let's give him a call, and then we'll jump right into it. Hello? Hey, Garth, this is
2: Miles calling.
3: Hey Miles,
2: how are you? Hey, good. How are you doing?
3: Not too bad.
2: Sorry for the uh, snafus there. We've we've never actually done the call-in where we actually connected to our uh, studio system before. We usually just do it with the speakerphone, so we figured out how Andrew made this work, so it's actually much better. Awesome.
1: Yeah, so how are you doing, Garth? Good, how are you? Good, so this is John, obviously, and Andrew is also on and running our board, too. So.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Nice to talk to you. Uh, we're just going to kind of jump into a conversation surrounding Destination Door County and kind of the the bold <clears> new <throat> marketing strategy that's going on there, as well as your uh, your particular part in it and what you did. And we'll just kind of I'll let you guys take it away because you kind of have the background, John, specifically. Sure. Uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about what went into the change.
1: Sure. So obviously our a new name for our organization, uh, It's the eighth name, however, in our organization's history, so it's not like we haven't had a new name before. Um, But yes, Destination Door County is where we are now, started earlier this month, and we are very excited about it. I think it's a great opportunity for us to to evolve, and uh, that's kind of why we made the change, is to make that evolutional jump to um, to not just a destination marketing organization anymore, uh, which is what we've been doing for a long, long time, but really to destination marketing and management is that key element that now we're trying to work in a little bit more uh, in terms of what we do, not only um, for the betterment of the county, but really for the sustainability aspect of the county and in trying to um, to kind of move us as an organization and as a tourism destination forward into the twenty 20- uh, into, into the 21st century, this is a, a something that we've seen all over the world um, in terms of organizations similar to ours getting away from just purely marketing uh, and kind of adding that management component in, not only because it's the right thing to do, but because it's a necessity in today's world in protecting what we have and what people love about Door County. So we've, that's one of the main reasons why we did make that particular change.
2: So let's go back to the last major change was uh, the change from going from the Door County visit or Door County Chamber of Commerce to becoming the Door County Visitor Bureau. At that time, that's a little more, it was a more obvious switch to make because the chamber had been a much smaller organization at the time Mm -hmm. and was trying to do all these multiple roles in the community and um, do some of the lobbying efforts statewide, which you still do, but they were trying to do that in a lot of different areas, which was pretty tough for a small organization. You get the room tax, say, we're focused on marketing and drawing people to the county. And so it was, the change to the Visitor Bureau name made a lot of sense. This one's a little more nuanced. Uh, explain... A little bit more of like what that means—that destination management. How do how do people see that in action? How is that?
1: Sure, and, and that's that itself is going to evolve too. And we're, as it's a relatively new concept across in the world in terms of organizations like ours trying to take on some of those things. And to be honest, Miles, we don't exactly know what that's going to look like. We have an idea, but it, you know, just like anything, that is going to evolve along with us as an organization and with us as a tourism uh, place. So the, down the road. You know, we don't know exactly what that may look like, but it's going to look like, at least in the immediate future, us trying to focus on things that will bring people here maybe other times of the year, kind of working on those shoulder seasons maybe even a little harder, not just trying to get people here in July and August. Mm. Um, Certainly, we're still going to be promoting Tor County in all different times of the year, but it's, it's, it's little things like that that may not be these huge, like, this aha moment, oh, that's what they're going to do now. It's going to be these smaller things that I think collectively are going to add up to hopefully a better Door County. So it could be that. It could be us sitting at the table uh, with organizations uh, that protect land up here uh, and trying to, to kind of insert our thoughts and, and take what they are all doing up here and, and try to incorporate that perhaps more in what we're doing in terms of promotional efforts. Um, it may be expanding on the travel uh, on the, the vehicle chargers that we put in back in 2014. It may be something along the lines of trying to encourage communities up here to put in bottle filling stations instead of having people uh, you know, just use bottled water all the time. Um, it could be some something small like that. It may not necessarily have hard dollars behind it. Uh, some cases it may, if it makes sense, and if it's within the regulations that we have to follow in terms of how we spend room tax dollars that we get from the tourism zone. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things that we could go and uh, it's it's making that leap to say hey we're going in this direction we're really excited about it and um, and we'll kind of see where it takes us
2: not to put policies in your pocket here but you know <laughs> with all these communities now either in the green tier program or mm-hmm. exploring it uh, Egg Harbor Ephraim Bailey's Harbors looking at it I could definitely see how this could kind of intertwine with what the visitor bureaus or destination door County yeah. is talking about doing
1: yeah and and that's another thing is we're looking at what communities up here are, are doing and I think egg harbor's done a great job at uh, it's it sort of paving that trail and I think as we've seen with other things up here when a lot of times when one community to kind of takes that step uh, whatever that thing may be uh, other communities tend to they'll see how it works and then they'll oh you know what this would make some sense for our community too and so uh, I think that certainly is happening and and um, and I think that's great I think it kind of lifts everybody's game up a little bit up here in terms of tourism product, but also just quality of life for residents, too, for all of us, and and longevity and sustainability of, our, of this place. You know, it's interesting. So we're talking about, you know, this is kind of new, and, and it's something, a new direction for us. But really, as I know the organization, I've been kicking around up here for over 20 years now since I've been with that organization. And when I first started back in the late 90s, Sustainable tourism was still something that we talked about, you know, we packaged it a little differently It maybe wasn't as front and center as it is now, but the whole concept for us and I remember my colleague Tom Lyons used to tell me, you know, if you push too much stuff, you're going to kill the goose that lays the golden egg for you. And that's so much of that has to do with Door County's natural beauty and the natural resources that we have here that so many other places just don't have. And so again, this is a it's a new of direction for us and an evolution, but it's certainly not a new concept that we've looked at before,
0: right, and I'm sure that there are a lot of different uh, policy refocusings uh, and things that you guys are looking at doing and acting on, but there's some other big changes that have happened as well with this. Garth, could you tell us a little bit about your background and what your part in this destination door county change was?
3: Sure uh, you know, we worked with the marketing team and the what was then the the Visitor Bureau, uh, in kind of this new direction. And and as John said, this is much bigger than just marketing tourism. Um, It's really, from a consumer perspective, you know, it's reframing how people think about uh, a visit to the location. And the the great benefit of that is because it's such a huge trend and because so many more people um, are – thinking about ecotourism and and green initiatives. It's also a really great, uh, you know it's it's a really great thing from a uh, drawing in consumers' perspective. Um, so as we talked about, you know this bigger picture and and this this bigger initiative and kind of working in the the marketing aspect of it, you know we talked about, okay, how does that affect the name change? How does the, how do how do the visuals and the language how does that change? And as John said, it's you know we're still in the process of kind of defining that. But um, the the nice thing about it is because it is a cohesive kind of complete uh, initiative. We have sort of the backing behind it to to make all those things come to life, and it makes it a lot easier. Uh, this isn't just an empty promise. We really are putting um, the the rubber where the rubber meets the road, and and making these these changes, though incrementally, but but making these changes that are actually improving the sustainability of the county. So it makes it a lot easier from a marketing perspective because we're actually. Um, you know, putting dollars and and efforts behind this.
2: With a new name comes a new logo. You know, anybody listening to this can't hear the logo, but um, <laughs> it's uh, Door County has had the same logo for about 30 years. It's a long give or take. time, yeah, probably um, close to that. And so we we get the new name, the new logo. Tell me, uh, and and this goes out to either of you, um, but like, what were you looking for in the logo? I guess is a, a question for John, and then. What went into that logo development? um, What were we trying to evoke in in the actual creation and the final product?
1: Well, Garth, I can start. You know, one of the things that we as an organization looked at is, Um, You know, obviously in our older logo, water certainly was a key component of that. uh, And surprise, surprise, because we're surrounded by it. So in our new logo and our new look and feel, we wanted to still try to incorporate that water uh, in some capacity. We didn't want to see that go away. We didn't know what that might look like in a new logo. But we really were looking for, you know, something updated, something clean, kind of a timeless design that really could complement, instead of overpower, the amazing imagery that we use when we're, you know, showing pl- people what Door County is all about. Um, so with that, Garth, I'll let you jump into the process that we took to get
3: there. Sure, sure. Well, um, you know, as John said, um, when it comes to the actual uh, what we wanted out of the logo, you know, it is, it's is—it's a tricky thing because you're, you're asking a, a logo to be a reflection of who you are. But um, it's really too much to tell it to, um, to, to talk about everything that you are. So you kind of try to key in on something that's kind of quintessential and gives people um, a little bit of a hint at um, what you're about Um and something that can can complement, as John said, those beautiful that beautiful imagery that we have, and the the language and the um, talking points that we put with it. You know, a, a logo out of context. You look at a Nike logo, and if we didn't know anything about Nike, uh, that swoosh would mean nothing to us, right? But because of Nike's history and all the things that they they build around that logo. It really means something to all of us, and, and that might be something nuanced and different with each of us. But uh, the bottom line is, uh, as John said, we wanted some simplicity. We wanted something that uh, felt you know, updated but, but not something that was so trendy that was going to become obsolete. In you know five or ten years, so simplicity really is kind of the main thing that we look at with that. It also adds to usability. Um, the simpler and bolder it is, um, you know, it it can take on different applications much easier. And and so those were some of the main things that we looked at. Um, as John said, you know that that hint of of if we, if we had to say one thing that was reflective of Door County. Obviously, you know, we are surrounded by water and uh, incorporating that into the logo in a way that uh, kept that simple and, and bold look and kind of, you know, it, it, if anybody has an opportunity to look at the logo, gives them a little bit of an Easter egg, a little bit of discovery when you see that, that wave in there. I think of the, um, the Milwaukee Brewers logo and that the, the ball and glove. and I,
2: The know, best I logo in the weird. world. By yeah, probably. I mean, that I competition was probably... is over. It's the Milwaukee Brewers ball and glove logo. Sorry, no knock on your new Door County logo, but it's the ball and glove.
3: I think I was probably, you know, 16 before I realized that was an M and a B. You were you way know? ahead but of me. That's... It
2: took me until my mid-20s, and I loved it when I figured that out. I love that discovery. But
3: it's it's those little Easter eggs, and, and this is, you know, obviously the the... The Door County uh, example is a little bit more obvious, but it's that that little bit of discovery um, and that kind of wink that is kind of uh, adds a little bit of, um, you know, ownership to when, when somebody discovers that the FedEx has that with they have the little arrow in the in their logo. When you when you really look at it and not not everybody knows that right away. But once you discover it, it's like you can't get that out of your head. Um so that was one of those things that we we uh, really enjoyed with what what became of of this particular
1: logo and And we worked at uh, you know, this was a, certainly a process, as I alluded to earlier. um, it was something that we had worked with them on a couple of times at a couple of meetings and sit downs and reviews. And you know, yeah, we like this aspect of it, and uh, you know, let's go in a different direction on this part of it. So it did take a, a little bit of time to get here because we need this logo to say a lot for us uh, and yet be simplistic, but also there's, you know, some different applications that we anticipated with that we would like to use this for. And so I think uh, the design that we were able to come up with kind of took care of, it checked off
0: all the boxes and we're, uh, we're very excited about it. Grace, there is nothing that I love more than lighthouses and state parks.
2: Oh my gosh, no way, me too.
0: I just wish that there was, I don't know, some sort of way that I could capture my love for those things in a physical way that maybe I could put on the wall or something.
2: Well, you are in luck, my friend. If you visit dorkcountypulse.com shop, you can find exactly those items.
0: You mean we actually put together a series of state park posters and an incredible collection of lighthouses all in one piece of artwork that you can buy online? That we did, Andrew, that we did. I didn't know that we had an online shop. What else can I get there? You can also buy some Pulse stickers, Door
2: County Living stickers. You can subscribe to Door County Living or the Peninsula Pulse if you are not in Door County. You can buy our annual Door Wedding Guide and you can also buy uh, Lighthouse postcards if you do not want the full poster but might want to add a little something something in your gift package.
0: I'm looking at the shop right now and I just noticed that we have Peninsula Pulse hats with the dog logo and everything. Grace, I think I am sold. Where can I go to find all of this stuff one more time?
2: www.doorcountypulse.com slash shop.
0: You know, moving past the the logo and trying to capture the feel of this whole new uh journey that you guys are going on. The the way that I look at it is that there's two parts. There's an inward facing and an outward facing in terms of the marketing. So there's definitely things that are going to go on at a county level uh, in terms of when you bring tourists in, uh, bringing them in responsibly and highlighting uh, some of our resources and ways in which tourists can interact with them. Uh, But what, if anything, is changing in the way that you market Door County outwardly? Uh, We had talked Um, a lot on the podcast about how Door County has changed a lot in the last 10 years. Uh, Is this the next chapter in that? Are, is your marketing focus as you as you go forward with Destination Door County different than it was as the Door County Visitor Bureau?
1: Uh, I mean, there'll be some similarities, uh, but there'll also be some things that we're, we're trying a little differently. A lot of it from a media standpoint may be some media that we target. I know in, in my particular department, uh, communications and PR, we're going to s- certainly focus a little bit more on some publications that, that deal with, uh, you, you know, sustainable tourism and Uh, Not that we haven't gone after some of those before, but there's going to be a little bit more of a push in some of the different programs that we've got to say. And and for us, then, even the messaging that we're using to say, hey, look at this, look at that, um, we can kind of pinpoint and showcase some different things that maybe we haven't showcased before, because maybe they're not that, you know, in the top five things that you think of when you think of Door County. So, you know, part of this is going to be for us to go out and identify that 6 through 10 or that 11 through 15 and show. And share those in some of the messaging that we're doing on a whole bunch of different levels um, to be able to get, again, get people moving around to all corners of the county. So, you know, that one beach may not have as many people there because, well, hey, let's go check out this one or let's go see this one instead. Um, So, those are going to be some of the things that we're going to be doing a little bit differently. And,
2: you know, when you think about destinations that have either by accident or on purpose, marketed themselves as like a sustainable destination. And, and, you know, what comes to mind, Costa Rica, where you wouldn't even have to know how they actually do it, but they've done a good job of portraying themselves as a sustainable or as an eco-friendly tourism destination. Uh, same thing with probably the Dominican Republic versus Haiti, where they have the, you can see that aerial photo and it just shows the deforestation literally right up to the border. You know, in, within the United States, you probably look to Sedona or a place like that, where even though you don't know any of the details of what they may or may not do, you get an impression that this is a responsible destination. Even though if you fly to any of those places, you're basically doing the worst possible thing you can do to <laughs> the environment by flying. But, you know, if is Door County can put itself on that map, too, because obviously there is that impression. People come up here, and if someone so much as builds a tree fort, they say, it's becoming the Dells, you're overdeveloping, you're killing paradise. There is some merit to that, but like, is this kind of part of that of like getting the message out of, you could argue that this is the golden age of preservation in Door County with all the public waterfront that's been um, made available um, with all of the acreage that's been preserved by the land trust and individual municipalities investing millions and millions of dollars in preserving those things. So is part of it kind of at least trying to, if if not, like manage that conversation and and spin that conversation, but instead at least inject some of those facts into that
1: conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you know anything that we can do uh, to help. Uh, promote and highlight some of the great work that's being done up here is certainly going to just add to the messaging that we can share to help convey the feeling that, you know what, this is what Door County is. Uh, it's what it's been, because you can go back all the way to, you know, a long time ago, but uh, that we're carrying on some of those legacies. Um, you know, one of the things we're working on for this spring is a, a, an eco pledge that we want to roll out to visitors and residents but it, it, it comes down to, hey, sign our pledge. We'll have a lot more about this coming up in the next couple of months. But it, it's really, it's going to list things that you can do as a visitor and how to travel just maybe a little bit more responsibly. Um, and if you can, you know, it's little things. It may not, again, be these major leaps forward. But if we all can just do it a- really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another. But if we can all just do a little bit, uh, you know, collectively, that can add up to quite a bit. And so that's, those are some of the things that we're going to be doing as Again, that eco pledge that you'll be hearing more from us about here in the coming months. Uh, you know that that's just one thing, but right. I think it, it's a, again it it helps to show what direction that we are trying to go and a direction that we're trying to continue taking Door County in as other communities and people have been taking Door County in that direction. We're just we want to continue that path, and right. if we can speed it up a little bit, even that'd be great. Yeah,
3: so. I think a lot of it is really, um, it's pretty nuanced in, in a lot of ways because, uh, you know, the core of who we are as a destination, it hasn't changed. You know, we are, the 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 thing that people come to Door County for hasn't changed, the product as it were. Um, but I think, you know, how we talk about that and how we frame it and the, the sort of, um, that conscience in the back of people's heads when they come to visit um i think that's what's changed you know it's 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 not just um appreciating the and consuming the beautiful surroundings it's thinking about what can i do to 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 keep this as it is and small things like you know bringing a, a a a reusable water bottle or, um, you know, staying off certain parts of the trails or leaving things as, as they are. I think those types of things, they're small, but as John said, they really add up when you have this many visitors coming and, and really, and as John said also, you know, spreading out the pressure that are on certain communities because, Hey, this is a bigger picture thing. There are other things to see. And, Um, you know, it's, it's the places you visit and it's the way that you visit them, um, that I think are, are going to change a little bit.
1: And what's cool about this whole thing to me is, you know, for new visitors, they're, they're not, you know, whatever they see and experience for the first time here, that's going to be what Door County is to them initially. But for visitors that have been coming up here for years, decades even, right, that maybe get into their little habits, their vacation habits, right? They go to the same place every time. They got to go here for dinner on this night and they're here for that, you know. The thing that I love about this is if we can highlight and maybe showcase a few things that we haven't in the past and get people to break some of those vacation habits, they all of a sudden can rediscover Door County. I, I, I've talk about this before. My parents had a shop on the lake side of the peninsula in Jacksonport and my mother heard almost on a daily basis for people that have been coming up here for years decades, I've never come to this side before. I've always stayed on the Bayside, right? And so, um, you know, that always kind of has stuck with me at how people get into their vacation habits. And so, if, again, if we can showcase some things and get people to maybe adjust their travel paths a little bit while they're here, even if they've been coming up here, they can rediscover us and again, kind of refuel that enthusiasm that they may have for Door County.
2: Really push people to downtown Northport. As
0: much as you can. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Uh, uh, Juddville, gonna- get
2: ready for the swarms.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> in that same vein, I am of the opinion that the the more the merrier, right? The more people who come up here and share in what we have, uh, the better everybody kind of does uh, as a tourism economy. Um... That opinion isn't shared across the board. Of course, there are Mm -hmm. people who think that, you know, Door County is losing its quaintness or that there's too many people coming up here. Uh, Do you find that there's merit in that argument? And do you think that Destination Door County has an opportunity to address anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. And it's
1: actually in our strategic plan. Um, It's the answer for us as an organization is no longer simply more, more, more. Um, I think. And you've seen this now around the world. There's a bunch of examples, but over tourism—that is a buzzword in our industry right now—because uh, you can see what it will do to a place. Um, uh, you know, there, there's a bunch of different examples that are out there. Venice is one, uh, but you, you can you can love a place to death sometimes if you're not careful, um, and and so that's what you know we're seeing these trends in, in some of the educational stuff that we go to and and read up on in within the industry you know it's it's that management aspect is coming up now because it has to cuz we don't want to have to say at some point okay you know, we can't, we're, we're going to ruin this because there's just, we're cramming too many people in it at this one particular time. Now, yes, holiday weekends can be very busy in Door County. We get that. So it's not like we're going to just all of a sudden put the brakes and not and quit inviting people. That's not what we're going to do, but we're adjusting how we invite people and, and looking at when to invite them. And and again, Door County is a big place. It's not like we're one little city that's three square miles. Uh, we've got a lot of corners to fill. And I think If we can help showcase and share all corners of the county with people at all times of year, mind you, uh, I think that we can continue the economic surge in terms of the economics of tourism and helping us locals stay here and make a living here, uh, but also not kill the goose that's laying the golden egg for us.
2: Which staff member has to
1: sit at the county line and decide who comes in and who doesn't? <laughs> well, if we, yeah, turn, yeah, if we could get a turn, yeah. If we could get a turnstile at the county line, that would help me out on some numbers. <laughs> yeah, I will right. tell you that. Uh, so yeah, that's not in the cards at this point, but um, but you never know down the line. But really, you know, we we kind of make light of it. It is serious business, and, and right. obviously, uh, you you know, tourism fuels so many of us being able to live and stay here, and so we we totally recognize that. Uh, but we also recognize the fact that we need to just to take a different look at it. And that's why we've kind of added the whole management side into it and do what we can to try to just be even more responsible about it as we move forward. So we've got stuff to be able to promote in 50 years, maybe 75 years. So our kids or our grandkids are still going to be able to be here and have a similar experience in terms of what Door County offers, the nature and all those sorts of things. A lot of, I mean, you look back now, how, like when the Ridges was founded, right? I, I would imagine, and I wasn't around, but I would I would guess that some of those original visionaries, frankly, uh, were having a lot of the same conversations that we're having now. Maybe they weren't doing it online or in a podcast, <laughs> um, but, you know, they probably had a lot of these same conversations. And so um, I, I think it's really an exciting time. Like you said, Miles, with all the stuff that's been going on, kind of the golden age, so to speak, right now, uh, you know, it, it's it, we can say, oh, we're at the end of something. Or, as I like to say, we're at the beginning of something. You know, we're just laying this foundation for the next 80 or 90 years and what we're going to create and and allow for people to enjoy about Door County moving forward.
2: And, you know, it's a great point you bring up about the ridges. Emma Toff, Jens Jen's, Jensen, those people who were involved in that, that formed out of somebody proposing a campground there. And they fought that off, bought the land, and created the ridges. They were fighting development 80 years ago. When I uh, interviewed Norm Bly shortly before he died, he talked about how in the 80s he was fighting vehemently because he thought it was going to kill Door County. And what he told me is he's like, you drive around this county, you drive on the back roads. And despite all the things he hated, he's like, Door County is more resilient than I thought. He said the soul of the county survives. And, you know, I think each generation has to take their part in kind of managing it, like you like you guys say, and kind of. Making sure and kind of recessions help us deal with that. Like mm-hmm. every time it seems like it's about to overdevelop, kind of the bottom falls out. And then we're next thing, you know, we're scrambling to get people here. You know, 10 years ago, if we were in this podcast booth, uh, first of all, we'd be in a dingy garage. But um and with horrible sound. <laughs> but we would be talking about, you know, the desperation to get more visitors up here and how many businesses were going into foreclosure. Mm-hmm. That would have been the conversation. So this is a really good problem for Door County to have economically and mm-hmm for the, the lifestyle of everyone who
1: lives here. And interestingly enough, um, you know, 10, 12 years ago, we it, we said that exact thing, sitting around our, our conference room and in meetings that we had. You know, if we do our job right in five, 10 years from now, people are going to start to say, hey, slow down here, <laughs> you know? Um, and so, and, in, in, you know, in, in a lot of ways, maybe here we are. Right. Um, you know, and that's, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the issues that we as a destination marketing and management organization, it's just a cycle. Uh, that's just how it goes. Um, and so uh, we're certainly happy to be in this position at this at this point in time. And I do have a couple more things real quick if I can one thing I don't want anybody to get out of this is that the destination door County as an organization is like saying, okay, put the brakes on any development or any of that. That's not at all what we're saying. Uh, you know, I think any growth is necessary in a community. You can define growth however you want to. <laughs> Everybody's going to define that a little bit differently. We're not necessarily in favor or against any particular project that maybe has come up in the past or may come up in the future. Uh, but you know, we certainly are going to run with what we have, uh, and what is available for visitors uh, and just in doing that in a responsible way in in a way that can help to try to do our part to, to ensure sustainability within our tourism industry and also for us as a lifestyle and as a place to live for people, uh, be it twenty nine thousand in the winter or, you know, uh, however many are here in, in this in the in season. So
0: one last question from me as we're kind of wrapping up we have a name change now, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a new logo. Uh, is that kind of where we're at now? And what can you tell us about this year as we go on? What sort of milestones are we going to see as we progress 2020?
1: Sure. Well, we've got a couple of fun things coming up. Um, our uh, We're doing a, a tourism summit in April. More details about that to come. Um, but that's one of the things we're working on for our, our tourism pledge. And we'll be making some other announcements at that particular event. It's going to be a great tourism uh, educational event that we're going to do. Uh, we're going to be at Mr. G's ballroom for that. It's going to be, we're bringing in some speakers for that, so that should be exciting. We also, uh, in, during National Tourism Week, uh, our, our tourism breakfast is on a Tuesday, and um, we are also embarking on a bit of a project. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it a lot right now, but uh, we are in the process right now of planning a new visitor center, a new welcome center I- at our office uh, in Sturgeon Bay. And so that will we'll be announcing more, and we hope uh, to be able to announce even perhaps some Renderings of that uh, in May at our tourism breakfast event. Um, so those are just a couple of things. Um, we're, you know, we're evolve or die. Um, we're evolving as an organization. Um, the one thing we, we use the word resiliency, and I think if there's one thing that our organization has had in the last 136 years, 37 years, 1884 is what we date back to, I, I think re- it, it comes down to resiliency. Um, And I say that because we've gone through eight name changes. We're on our eighth name right now. I think over the years, we've had some amazing board members that have realized, you know what, you have to change with the times and times have changed since 1884. And, And that's why I think you see some of those name changes over the years. Uh, certainly, the Chamber of Commerce was the longest one at this point, at around 80 years. 1924 to 2004 is when that name was in use. Um, but just, I think we've been blessed and so very fortunate to have the board that we've had, and then the business owners, and that that showcases how special people in Door County are. I think because um, to be able to re- be resilient, and they've allowed our organization to change with the times and still be, you know, I, I think uh, very relevant in in today's world.
0: Great. Well, John Garth, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about Destination Door County. Uh, I am excited to see all of the stuff that comes this year and beyond. And thank you so much for, for coming in and giving us kind of a preview of uh, what's to come. Thank you. It's been
1: fun. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Always enjoy it. Take care
0: more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at doorcountypulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast.